Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Hotel in Washington, D.C., you're listening to The Tidbit, brought to you by Curate. I'm your host and the CEO of Curate, Kim Bryden. Do you run a small business or have dreams to start one? Here at The Tidbit, we've got your back. Each week, we talk through tidbits of knowledge around starting or running a small business with a food and beverage lens. In this season of The Tidbit, we're going to continue bringing you compelling content featuring guest experts to discuss trending topics on food, business, and culture to help prepare entrepreneurs like yourself for your business journey, like we have been for the past 40 episodes. And I'm excited to share with you today that we're also preparing a digital download content to supplement our show for you to use and take with you again on your business journey. So today's mini-sode is one of those shows. Woo! <laughs> and as we all know, the beginning of the year, we're primed to set resolutions, personal or professional. In fact, we actually discussed tips on how to stay focused on our last episode. Um, But even still, many entrepreneurs struggle with creating these tangible metrics around those focus goals. So on today's mini-sode, we're going to discuss the framework created by Google called OKRs, Objectives and Key Results. It's a system for tracking tracking your desired objectives and keeping yourself accountable. So as we go through these three tips on how to establish and set your business OKRs, I also encourage you to head over to curate.co slash the tidbit to get your digital download that has resources to read, plus an OKR template I've created specific for food and beverage entrepreneurs. So seriously, head on over there, grab your worksheet, curate.co slash the tidbit. So here we go. We are primed from a very young age, especially millennial entrepreneurs, to seek and be rewarded by external validation. We're taught to focus on the outcome. Did you win the game? Ace the test? Get the raise? Right? You know those questions. Probably coming from your parents. (laughs) Probably coming from your internal voice in your head. It's really ingrained in our core that the outcome is a far better indicator of success than living in and measuring the process itself. And I mean, you're not wrong here. We've seen this methodology applied time and time again from crazy macro level things like no child left behind to valuations on rising startups. These scenarios force all of the stakeholders and parties at play to hit certain metrics in order to quote, advance to the next level. So if this is ingrained in our core, How can we, while we're processing and unwiring this healthy behavior, still achieve a similar feeling of validation and accomplishment around our goals, set by ourselves and not by an external party? So 
Tip number one, create digestible chunks. OKRs, again, objectives, key results, can be applied in these digestible chunks. Think about your OKRs as a way to create mini tests for yourself in a quarter. So if your objective is grow online sales, what are the ways in which we can test and try out different experiments in order to see what achieves that objective of grow online sales? You're going to gain a lot of knowledge about what works and what doesn't work in those tests. Yeah, some of those things will be failures, but put those digestible parameters on those objectives with your key results. I'm reading Michelle Obama's book, Becoming, right now, and one of the most powerful statements I've read so far is her view that the question, what do you want to be when you grow up, is one of the most damaging questions we can ask our young people, as if growing up is finite, as if you ever sort of achieve a certain level of satisfaction and, and therefore you're a grown-up now, all-knowing. And I, I bring this up because this is the mental trick I play on myself when I'm setting OKRs because business is ever-evolving. There's no, I'm going to hit this next level and now suddenly I'm a grown-up. Now I'm suddenly I making it. You know, I am ever evolving. The business is ever evolving. So I need something to look back to creating that external validations through the setup of OKRs because it's baked into my core. And I want to say, yes, I accomplished something. Yes, I am growing. Yes, I tried this and it didn't work. But why? So setting OKRs helps in creating those digestible chunks on how you can structure your life in a more manageable way instead of seeing the objective grow online sales as this behemoth of an ask. Because it is. It is a huge ask. So use this process as a way to test and measure in small ways throughout the quarter. Tip number two, make them measurable. My dear friend and business owner, uh, Sarah Kathleen Peck, has an amazing blog post titled, How to Do Quarterly Reviews. And quoting her piece here, key results are designed to have, to have you answer the question, how will you know when you achieve it? What metric will you use to measure it? Smart goals are measurable and actionable. And the system of OKRs requires this from the get-go. If your goal, again, a different example here, if your goal is to grow email subscribers, then you need a key result that shows how you will measure your progress. You can have more than one key result per objective, so you may have uh, project-based outcomes and growth-based measurements. So for example, your objective is grow email subscribers. A key result may be implement a pop-up on your website. Another key result may be test three landing page variations. Another key result may be grow email subscribers by 2x from 150 subscribers to 300 subscribers. This example that she uses is a perfect demonstration on how to make your key results measurable. Test three landing page variations. That is a number, three. It is not an outcome. We don't know which landing page is going to work out the best, but it's a test. It's an experimentation. It's a process, but it's still measurable. And then at the end of the quarter, we can deduce which one of those three performed the best and make assumptions. Was it the copy? 
Was it the imagery? Was it the call to action button? Once we can assess what is working and not working, we can then continue to iterate and test from there. Which leads us to our last tip for setting up business OKRs. Tip number three, reflect on why. Again, quoting Sarah's piece on how to do a quarterly review, I love the questions she asks around reflections. So review and results at the end of the quarter. Ask yourself a life question. What unexpected came up? Was there scope creep? And if so, what? Results. How did you do on each of your goals? Analysis. What worked for you? What didn't? And why? And lastly, what were the lessons you learned? What did you take forward from this? It's important to view your results in the context of your whole life. You're not a siloed being. You can't just like turn yourself off in one scenario and turn yourself on in the other. It's not how life works, obviously. So you have a lot going on at all times. And if you needed to put an objective or key result on the back burner, just ask yourself, why? No judgment, just why? And maybe you're setting that same key result or same objective quarter over quarter, and you're still not doing it. Why? What is this mental block that you have around taking action? You will always feel stuck if you can't be honest with yourself around why you're not taking action on the, on the objectives that you and you alone have set for yourself. I mean, nobody is forcing you to do your OKRs. I hope not. You know, it's your business. You need to take responsibility and take action on your own. So if you alone are creating these things for yourself and then you're not doing them, really ask yourself why. So if you want to begin creating this OKR uh, template for your food and beverage small business, again, we have a digital download for you to begin the process with an example I made up uh, from a fake company I created called Cat, Cat, Cat Cupcakes LLC. <laughs> so seriously, uh, head over to cureate.co slash the tidbit to get your digital download. And Everyone knows if you've been a longtime listener, but if you're just tuning in, this show is based on a biweekly newsletter that we send out at Curate called The Tidbit, naturally, and in it we discuss what we're reading, eating, drinking, listening to, and learning, five quick morsels of information to get you in the know and on top of your game. So if you're eager to learn more tidbits of knowledge about the food and beverage industry, starting or growing a business, or even entrepreneurship lessons learned, sign up today for the newsletter head over to curate.co. So I hope you enjoyed this how-to mini-sode. Just to recap our three tips on setting business OKRs. Tip number one, create digestible chunks. Tip number two, make them measurable. And tip number three, reflect on why. And as mentioned, if you're looking to get into that nitty gritty, we have an OKR worksheet for you to purchase on our site at curate.co slash the tidbit with a food and beverage entrepreneur focus. And remember, listener, until our next episode, remember to scale thoughtfully and source locally. Thanks for listening to this program on Full Service Radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. 
Full-service radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com slash fullserviceradio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at FullServiceRDO, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening.